A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to the NXT Tupac. Hello. Hello. I'm Adam Hoborn from What Culture, joined by the Dadly Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamlet and Michael Zewick here to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review NXT Two, but hey, you will some run out, run run out, run out, baby. As well as previews, premium live events, we have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a money quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet and Cedric to look ahead to 2.0 tonight. And Michael Hamlet, all the fallout following the Great American Bash. Great American Bear. Great American uh, Bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um it was it was all right last week, NXT, but it follows a worrying trend. That uh well that Triple H is back. <laughs> He's like he, he did that sit down a few weeks ago. He's like, I want everyone to know that I'm back and things are about to get really boring. <laughs> so, uh, Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm back. <laughs> See, I'm back. There's <laughs> only one diamond of uh average pro wrestling in this business, and you're looking at him. One of your uh, one of your nuts is hanging out of your uh, shorts. I like that. <laughs> that fits right in here. Ice. The Great American Bash was um, all right in places, but a little bit too functional for its own good. Um, big twist at the end. You watched it, didn't you, Sage? I know you couldn't join us for the pod, so you're completely up to date on everything. There's nothing we can't do like two truths and liar everything. You saw, yeah, it. unfortunately not. But we wouldn't have been able to anyway because Triple H doesn't allow for that silliness. I mean, there's a couple of exceptions, and I know, you know, Will Bourne has some stuff lined up to talk about. But, like, I don't know, like, even looking at this preview copy that you've given us, I said, oh, yeah, yeah, they've, they've set up some some matches and some angles, and the show looks like a whole lot of three stars, and uh, not a lot of silliness. A lot of drilliness. Did you hear that drill in there? Did that come through on my record? No, is it just at my end? Can you hear that, Sid, from where you're sat? Um, it's intermittent, just again, to explain... To listeners out there, there are some uh, works going on at What Culture Studios, so you might hear some intermittent drilling. Bear with us, please. Says, so let's dive straight into it. Uh, what did you make of JD McDonough's attack on uh, Bron Breaker from his uh, title retention against him again? Not much. Uh, look, don't like him. Don't like the fella. I always thought, you know, you don't want to equate reports of what people are alleged or accused of doing with their um, ability because that is just a the wrong conversation to have. But I've never been a big Devlin guy beyond all that. Is uh, such a ratty little face. I've never 
able to take him seriously as a baby face just because like I just I guess think he just radiates just not good vibe at all not very good baby face qualities like you know quote unquote capital G capital W good wrestler and everything but some of his striking exchanges and some of his famous matches just look terrific and um, I've seen better from that genre of wrestler that style of wrestler um and I just thought he did not carry himself as a tv star in that segment last week it just felt like a guy beating somebody up didn't feel like someone really making waves or making a breakthrough or you know a display of dominance or like something really perilous for the baby face the size discrepancy doesn't help um it just felt like an event that happened and i watched it um look as much as i think he was always quite overrated um you'll still fit that rule that they like to do with breaker and that's give him a good technically savvy wrestler to sort of help him along in a match that he's probably still to this day not quite ready to um go through himself a nice 12 to 14 minutes with a guy who can go who wears kick pads a la ziggler champer cameron grimes um expected to be three and a quarter stars and I expect it to not really sort of make any kind of emotive impression on me, nor lasting impression on the ratings. It's just going to be a thing that happens that's broadly good, I guess. Yeah, it took like a long time for Jordan Devlin to shake off that feeling that he was just like someone designing Finn Balor on Minecraft, didn't it? Like that, it, he like had that stuck to him for ages. And he did get some books. He did get some books. Yeah, that's it. Like before. Um, Obviously, the things like the the speaking out allegations and you know like the just the the pandemic in general and how it halted a lot of people's trajectory. I don't want to say momentum really, but trajectories. Um, this rebadge, this NXT two point rebadge, might have been the best thing for him because I think it does feel like there's been a complete separation, which they will like. Obviously, a complete separation between whatever Jordan Devlin was and whatever this guy is now. You know the. The vignettes were pretty silly, but the Bron Breaker running was quite serious. You know, like he's coming in, he's straight for the champion. It's an attack through the table, all that kind of thing. So they're going to want to present him as a brand new, out-of-the-box top guy, whereas I completely agree with Sidric. It's one thing to debut him as that, but then when he's inevitably, we would assume, lost to Bron Breaker, like, then what? It's really difficult for somebody to come into a brand like this when you've got a champion like Bron Breaker who kind of needs reps against more experienced guys who realistically he's got to beat. You can kind of only do the Dolph Ziggler thing once. You can't have him lose the title to every fourth opponent and then keep winning it back. And mm. suddenly Bron Breaker's just built up 17 title runs because he's had to lose it to keep it convincing. So I would expect him to win this feud. But I maybe maybe JD McDonough's just not long for this brand. Maybe it's for this the purpose of this one feud and then he mm. kind of immediately leaps on a raw smackdown and he's just now freshly gimmicked up because i'm not like i'm not terribly interested in the match i've got to be honest but this is what they do with breaker isn't it establish a rival and then pretty much have them wrestle within about a month of that so i would i would expect like we're going to get there tonight I, I would i would be very surprised if we haven't already got a rough we can't make a rough guess of when the title match is going to take place yeah it's it's going to be very interesting like you say bring him in to fight the top guy and what on earth does he do to Bron Breaker? He's done the surprise attack now. He's been injured in previous feuds. He's had family members kidnapped. 
I, I, I don't know what the uh, the games that someone can play with him next is. But like you say, I, I, I don't know what what happens following this title feud. But it'll be interesting to see how it is all presented tonight and how Brom Breaker will react. More on Cameron Grimes in a little bit. But Hamlet tonight we have another title match following numerous ones that we had at the uh, Great American Bash, of course. Mandy Rose defending the NXT Women's Championship uh, against one half of the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Roxanne Perez, uh, using her win in the breakout tournament for this title opportunity. Um, can she become champ champ? Uh, probably not, but I'm quite looking forward to this. Hmm. Um, I think I, like, I think Roxanne Perez has allowed us to have a certain expectation raised beyond the norm when it comes to match quality in NXT. And I don't just mean better than rubbish. Uh, like, act, I mean, actually good. Like, better than your sort of three-star good wrestling. Um, she's got a way higher ceiling than so many on this roster. Um, and I don't mind this story in general. Uh, I think they've done a really good job of establishing Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade as, well, obviously legitimate threats to toxic attraction. They, they beat them for the belts, you know? So they've now become as dominant a force, I guess, on the brand. I, I think she'll lose, but I'm I'm sort of interested in where the story is going. I hope they I hope they've got a finish in mind. Mm. I hope where they start, I hope they don't think, well, we don't want Roxanne Perez to win yet, or we want to sow some seeds of dissent between Perez and Cora Jade or whatever it is. I hope they've got an actual finish in mind and it's not just a cop out to avoid having to deal with it. Um, you know, I could see them doing something like Cora Jade getting Roxanne Perez inadvertently disqualified so that mm. like that's her that was her one title shot opportunity and she's lost it and Mandy Rose ducks her and Roxanne Perez is a bit like oh thanks a lot and Cora <laughs> Jay's like it's all right we're tag team champions everything is fine this has worked out you know but really it's revealed down the line that Cora Jade wanted to beat Mandy Rose herself and wanted to win that shot I just I just think they've this is the best they've done so far with toxic attraction rivals in general and I, because I think the match will be all right. I, I, I don't know. I'm in a way better mood with this than I have just about everything else talks to traction I've ever done on this brand. Yeah, this is a weird one in that there's a actual sense of drama here, but not exactly the ideal kind wherein whoever loses, like, can't, no one can realistically lose this. So I guess what I'm trying to say, like someone who's just won a title, which are meant to mean something, loses, or someone who's, is there a championship match? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So either there's a double champion, which is weird, I guess, um, because then you got someone who you can't really beat, otherwise the title means nothing for ages and ages. I and mean, there's enough of that on the main roster with Roman, um, or someone who has literally just won a title wins. So I guess like it's that sort of oh, there's no they've booked themselves into a corner and it's i guess it's more fascinating than usual but doing so means that you're just knackering, knackering yourself in the long run um if i had to guess is it a hard fought you know what toxic attraction will interfere mm. and mandy rose will win and that will create a rematch for the tag team titles which uh the baby faces will win that's the end I'm really excited for this. I'm genuinely excited for this. I think Roxanne Perez has been an absolute revelation since she's come to NXT. Um, I agree. I think probably that Mandy Rose will eventually retain. And I can see, like you say, a, a variety of different ways that this can go, whether it's accidental from Cora Jade to develop that story, as Hamlet mentioned, or more than likely the involvement of toxic attraction. But there is 
a moment in this match where Roxanne Perez will hit Pop Rocks. I think that's the name of her finisher. And I'll think, oh, I guess they're putting both titles on her. That's going to be very interesting where they go from it. I think Mandy Rose will retain, probably through interference, through toxic attraction. And maybe even, you know, uh, Roxanne Perez gets attacked before the match because the whole thing last week Mandy Rose said was, well, you know, she's not taking the title from me if she even makes it to the title match. Like you say, they're going to run it back with, with toxic attraction or the other two members of Toxic Attraction, no doubt, for those tag titles. So that's probably what's going to factor in here. But, yeah, in terms of uh, uh, fairly obvious title retentions, this is one where, yet again, I'll think, oh, I guess Mandy Rose is dropping the title, and I'll bet as to who holds belts the longest, whether it's the uh, the Bloodline, Toxic Attraction, or FTR, it's going to be uh, resolved pretty quickly. But We'll wait and see for that one. Uh, Sige, we've also got a, a weird new uh, versus old, but also uh, old versus new. But Apollo Crews versus Giovanni Vinci. And surely Apollo Crews can't lose this because he can see into the future. Well, this is the thing. Have you ever seen the TV series Dark? Yes, no. I watch it every week now. Um, right, okay, right, it's easier right. watch than Dynamite at the moment, you know. Right, okay, so it's the Netflix German time travel drama Dark, and the um, it's really quite good. A lot of the dialogue is quite unwieldy because so much has to be explained, so it can come off like expositiony, but you kind of need the exposition at the same time. Um, whatever. So there's a cause and effect to everything that they can see. They think they can change the future, but because the future influences the past as much as the past influences the future, it's all like in a big knot um, in a big loop. So realistically, um, it's all completely useless for Apollo Crews to have the ability to see into the future because if, if it's dark rules, he is unable to change it. Um, he can make... Um, he can do different choices. Like, say he loses to a power bomb, right? He can try and reverse the power bomb and win the match, but some kind of force or action or person will always stop this from happening in the future because it's sort of predestined. And I don't care <laughs> about this. It's terrible. It's just yet another rubbish thing that's happening with rubbish. Like not rubbish performer, but like another rubbish thing that's happened to another talented performer. Um, but I think Apollo Cruz is kind of there on a Dolph Ziggler, AJ Styles, remember that sort of deal where he's ultimately there to get someone over in one of these sort of I wouldn't call it a noble failure because NXT neither fails nor succeeds, it just exists, it just exists, and it's not as if like Vinci's a breaker character where he kind of could do with these reps. Like you watch a year of pretty uninteresting television, and suddenly, oh wait, he's learned something. So he's obviously been beneficial in the long run. Uh Giovanni Vinci is probably a better wrestler than Apollo Cruz, if I'm being perfectly honest. So I would imagine that his character has been parachuted into NFT 2.0 to get the character rather than the rest, the character over rather than improve the wrestler. Um, so I just expect Giovanni Vinci um, to win, possibly by um, nefarious means. Then yeah, again, like it's... they didn't get big vignettes, did they? The, the, the Ziggler's and that. So maybe he's just on NXT now. Who? I don't really care. 
But this on paper should be an absolute ripper. Uh, it should be quite good. It should be yeah. the best match of the week, shouldn't it, Hamlet? Yes, I think so. Um, I, I'm, I'm obsessed with the idea of uh, Apollo Crews being able to see the future, but nothing about it. Like you get to meet him, and you're like, what? Seeing the future? What's that like? I mean, it's not great. Like in three years, <laughs> I'm losing to Happy Corbin on main event. <laughs> like that's it's just yeah. Like getting to project the unremarkable lifespan of a WWE superstar that Vince McMahon's lost interest in. Um, I think, yeah, of course it's not going to be the best match of the week, but I think it'll be decent for NXT 2.0. Very, very, better than decent. What am I saying? Like, really good for NXT 2.0. But I say that now with the worry that Triple H really has got his claws back in because it's almost too good. That's kind of two matches in a row. Three if you count the eventual... JD McDonough Bron Breaker thing. I'm like, what are they doing here? Why are they trying? Where's my where's my where's my day heads? Where's uh <laughs> where's, where's, where's an awful oh, lot of moida? Yeah, why is where, where's Wendy? What's Wendy Chew throwing? You know, like <laughs> I've got I've got serious reservations about where this ends up. Giovanni Vinci should win. I think Apollo Cruz. Apollo Crews has come back and they're doing this thing where he's... So last week it was a bit more rooted to reality than the seeing the future. He was saying how... Like he was speaking to his kids at home, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah. That whole thing where he was kind of shooting on the old gimmick where he said, like, my kids didn't recognise me when I was playing that role on Raw and SmackDown, but but this is the real me. Um, but Giovanni Vinci is brand new and patterned. <laughs> Yeah, I think one is more of a winner than the other in 2.0, and that's Giovanni Vinci. Uh, but it's a it's a dangerous time for Apollo Crews to be losing the match so soon as to his. Mm. It's very much his Wardlow Orange Cassidy in a sense. I see where you're going with that world one actually, because really nobody can afford to lose, and they're both just supremely over characters at the moment. They find exactly. themselves it's a real tightrope. Well, Wilborn, you do realise that the Young Bucks are wrestling this week, which so yeah, pretty- that's one of those, one of those bollocks, multi-man, triple or nothing nonsense, isn't it? So yeah. <laughs> Well, the Young Bucks could carry the Iconics to the best match of the week. So well, they had the best match of the year at WrestleMania 35, so I don't know why you're you're down, you ball. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be 
big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, in terms of other singles matches advertised, it's really a match to see, how can I put this? Who's got the biggest heart? Von Wagner versus Solo Zaclaw. Uh, who's your playing? <laughs> <laughs> Solo Sokoa. Solo Sokoa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Remind me, please, Will Vaughan, because you're the only one that retains this info. So I have not to put you on the spot. Okay. Remind me, please. I know that Solo Sokoa had next, lost next. Mm-hmm. And then these two had that really awkward, I don't like either of these guys, pull apart to set this up. Didn't they? That was yeah. like like that competition who can be the biggest arsehole basically backstage. But is Von Wagner going? Are they pitching this as Von Wagner going in with the momentum because Solo Sikawa lost next? I don't really know to be perfectly yeah. honest because obviously, like you say, Solo Sikawa had next when Cameron Grimes was was champion. Yeah, but then obviously uh, Melo won it back and went. Oh, I didn't promise you anything. And then it was like, okay, well, all you got to do is beat Grayson Waller. That's a piece of piss. And then he lost, right? <laughs> and so Grayson Waller got next. And then Solo Sokoa sort of moped about a bit. And then Von Wagner wrecked Sir Wanks a lot whilst all that was going on. Yeah. And then, yeah, last week you had these two two representatives of Von Wagner talking about how great he is. And Solo Sokoa coming in saying, oh, you know, Let's, you know, we wouldn't sort of settle this on the streets or whatever. And then, yeah, they just got into a weird brawl and now they're fighting each other. I mean, I'm, I I really like Solo Sokoa, right? And there's obviously, I think there's better things that you can probably do on the main roster, if I'm perfectly honest. But I want Von Wagner to win because that gives us more opportunity for potentially him to get a microphone shoved in his face. Well, seeing as we know the listen, I'll just throw down the gauntlet. I think this is going to be terrible. <laughs> It's going to be really rubbish. It's like in my head, this is a. Re- I like Solo Sikawa as well, but I think this is a really ugly clash of styles. Um, I don't you think one style. I don't think <laughs> yeah. one will exploit um, Sikawa's babyface energy in a way that will feel real. You know, like Solo Sikawa needs somebody that can feed his fire ups, and like Von Wagner's a bit of a treacly, sludgy monster of a wrestler. So I just don't think this will be any good at all. I've got negative investment in it. And yeah, like if they're listening, take that as a challenge to prove me dead wrong and like come up with the the sleeper hit of the night. Because I just, I think this will be lousy. I don't think it'll be lousy so much as it will just be impactful moves at like a halfway decent pace. 
in a very simplistic structure that uh, what is what's he called? Uh, Vic Joseph will just scream about. <laughs> I expect this to be the one where I say, oh, "Shut up, man! I'm going to go on Wordle for a bit." Wordle was disappointingly easy today. I thought oh, I haven't done it yet. I've it's done one it. Of, it's one of those Wordles where it's like you kind of it could be a lot of things if you change a letter. I'm a Quirdle. I'm a Quirdle guy. I don't do Wordle. It's Quirdle. Oh. <laughs> Four of them. Oh, yeah. I've advanced past there. Uh, I've advanced past Wordle guys. Come on, get with it. Right. There's also my wife. Oh, well born. Wife does to play. Wordle. Who are you? I thought that was a void missing in my life. Yes, that's what it is. Celebrity. Who are you? I haven't played that for ages. But we can go back, can't we, on the game? So we'll we'll recap them when I'm back in the office. It's an afternoon gone. Um, Should we just all just... Uh, right now? Let's all have one round of not twenty questions wrestler edition. Okay, we have to explain the game. Uh, no, I've, got any games. I've got to be honest; I haven't got any games on the pod today because it's all serious, isn't it? So this is perfect. So, like, in because of the game himself, Triple H trying to kill the games. We'll add this game, and we'll play an office game on a podcast. Not okay. twenty questions. For those that have never played, and, and Which is everyone except us, and why wouldn't you have done? You'll be playing after this podcast. Twenty questions for those that don't know is you've got twenty questions to guess somebody, a celebrity that yeah. somebody is thinking of, and that yes or no answers only. Not twenty questions is you just have to shout the name of somebody and see if that's who they were thinking of. Yes. So basically, in my head, I've got the name of a celebrity now, and it literally could be anyone in the public eye. And Will Bourne or Hamlet have got to just guess which one of them out of all of them is just in my head. Is right. this celebrity you're doing this for the we'll, trial? We'll each have a go. I'll go first. I've got a celebrity in my head. Not a wrestler. Nah. Not, not a wrestler. wrestler. Not a wrestler, just a celebrity. Okay. And we'll do Billie the wrestler Eilish. as well. Billie Eilish. No. Oh. I'm going to say Michael Palin. No, it was Richard Osman. Oh, Ooh. good game. Yeah. Good. It's yeah. good. good uh, Hamlet, do you want to have a go? Do you want to do wrestler or celebrity? We'll, we'll um, each do both. Oh, do both. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Are we doing a loop first and then come yeah, back? Yeah, so yeah. first. Right. Then we do the rest of the loop. Um, got one. I'm gonna go. Gonna I'm gonna go. Noel Edmonds. Oh no. Um, I'm going to go with um, John Fashionu. Oh, oh. see, so close. It was Robbie Savage. Oh, good. Oh. Uh, right. Okay, I've got a celebrity in my head. Um, L. McPherson. No, it's good, though. It's not right. Hmm. Aidan Gillen, the actor. Who's Aidan Gillen? The Wire and Game of Thrones. Uh, okay, little it's, finger. It's close. You see, it's a celebrity, but it's also a color pink. It was pink. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I go first on the wrestler round. Then, yeah. Hang on, I've got to get all the obvious ones, especially on on the podcast like this. Uh, okay, go on. I know. I got this. It's it's Farouk, isn't it? It's it's not Farouk, unfortunately. Oh. Um, I'm going to go with. Um, I can get this. I can't get this. Um, I'm going to go with. 
Curtis Axel. Oh, you're going to kick yourself. It's Paul London. Oh, relevant to the Raw review today. Go back and listen to that wherever you get your podcast. There you go. Uh, Sid, do you want to go next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, two seconds. I'll have to think of one. Um, dee -dee 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 -dee. Fill some time for the mid roller. Really, I'm thinking of a wrestler now. Sid, no. Oh. I'm going to go just adjacent to that. I'm going to go Nyla Rose. No, it was Rick the Model Martel. Oh, oh. I'm thinking of a wrestler. Kevin Nash. Nope. What? Um, I think I can get this. Impossible <laughs> game. That's the fun thing. I don't think yeah. anyone has ever won it. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, P.D. Williams. Oh, man. Oh, no, it was Blake Beverly. No. Oh. Have to have another round another time. Another, oh, yeah. Yeah, another time. Uh, I've also yeah. galaxy brained this this match, by the way, whilst we were talking then. Uh, Soros Koa has to win because then he can actually have next because Melo's got no one left. Right? But how's that going to happen? Von Wagner's not only look at the bloody size of him, but all those people he's got in his corner, right? And he's got... He's also got... Oh, sorry, Hart. I thought, I thought you were leaving a really big pause there for some reason. <laughs> Um, suck. Yes, I do not like this whatsoever. Right. But so he's got uh, Robert Stone and that in his corner. So maybe they get kicked out of ringside or whatever. And instead, two people he's had a bit of history with the uh, Boris Johnson. I mean, he's not busy. Boris Johnson and Sir Wanks a lot get involved, right? And cost him the match. And he's like, ah, oh, bloody hell. If only I could find a tag team that I could join up with. Boom, pretty deadly, and they fashion him up. Hello. Yes, boy. I'm into that. Yes, boy. <laughs> Von Wagner wearing Von Dutch. Looking like an idiot from 2005. Yeah. I'm into it. Um, Sid, have you seen the latest situation involving my favourite NXT wrestler, Cameron Grimes? <laughs> I did. I was um, a regular listener and quite a talented writer, Leaf. Pointed out to us that uh, there's time for your spooky story. <laughs> backstage, following his defeat, right, which left him, you know, understandably despondent mm. yeah, at the result. And that's when he was at his weakest moment, allowed to be manipulated. Maybe he needs to make a change. Make that fair. And... Uh, <laughs> That's when Gacy gets his claws into the clay that is your fluctuating personality. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he's he's it's LTSD this because when you're at your most sort of despondent and mm -hmm. directionless and you can be pulled in different directions and molded. He is clay now. He is clay to Gacy because... <laughs> I'm going to with my Andrew Dice clay. <laughs> yes. He's susceptible now to uh, corruption. So he's going to have some sh** feud with um, Joe Gacy now, isn't he? <laughs>
I didn't write down what time this podcast started, so that's going to be an absolute nightmare to find. Oh, I don't, I've got an idea. I've got a mint idea. Why don't we wrap it up in literally two minutes? But good, a good shout. Good one. He's... I'll start the timer from now so you can work your way backwards, but a simple math. <laughs> uh, is Joe Gacy targeting Cameron Grimes for you, Hamlet? Yes, of course he is. He, uh, he wants him to be a new dad. <laughs> but it's okay because they've lined up the dream match, haven't they? This is getting us to where you want it to be for a long time, Will Vaughan. This mm-hmm. is uh, your boys, the Grizzled Young Dads and Joe Gacy, big friend. Uh, against um, Inofi Blade and Cameron Grimes. Oh. That's, that's where we're heading. NXT trios titles, finally. While there's still time to batter off AEW and get them, breathe them into existence. And you can even have this bit where Joe Gacy thinks he's flanked by his dads, but then they lift it up and they've got the incredible bodies like Malik Blade and Idris Inofi underneath. And you're like, wait a second. I recognise those abs. Boom. Finally, Hamlet. Tonight is the night, is the most important night. You're a member of the family. Of course, uh, we've had in recent weeks Tony D blatantly, openly admitting to moitering uh, Cool Dimes. I think it was. Am I still alive? Yeah, I think Stax is still alive. Uh, but Cool Dimes uh, is uh, sleeping with the fishes and he hospitalized Santos Escobar off screen previously. Tonight, is the final shot. Is Legado del Fantasma finally going to prove their loyalty to the family? Or is, hang on, let me work this out. Is Mr. Wild and Cruz cruising for a bruising? Oh, Jesus Christ. Not, uh, I, I, I don't care. I just do not care. I think, um, I think this is the week where it looks as if everything's fine. Can't yeah. Believe. They do one more week, uh, and it's all to await Santa Escobar's return from hospital. Uh, because why this week would, uh, when the numbers are so in Tony's favour, would this be the way that they would try and strike without their boss? So they're gonna they're gonna make it appear that Tony's threatening behaviour has worked, and because uh, this is all that's been the case about storyline, it's followed every single pattern of every one of these terrible storylines. Why did Tony D'Angelo win the goddamn match in the first place? His life's been nothing but a nightmare ever since. This makes go no goddamn sense. <laughs> I really hate it. Uh, what's Is there anything actual scheduled? Or... He just said that uh, this week, you, you know, Electra, here's Twitch, you proved yourself. Great in the office. Great in the office. The boys love her. You are very good at uh, the game, that 20 questions, or kick the ball in the bin, you know, whatever it might be. Uh, and you've increased business at the ports, I think he said. The docks, the docks. The docks, what am I saying? Uh, but Cruz del Toro, you got a cool name. I like you. Joaquin Wild, eh, not so much. Uh, so, you know, you got to prove yourself to the family. I, I agree. I think tonight they proved themselves. Then uh, that goddamn Trader Santos comes back, and then for no goddamn reason, Electra's going to switch sides because, of course, she is. No, she's a goddamn Jezebel. <laughs> He's a goddamn you know, Jezebel. He can never trust these boards. That's what I was going to say. If I even want one thing in this business, it's don't trust the Dane. Huh? You can't don't trust the Dane. Don't trust the board. It's probably wearing a wire. Probably wearing a goddamn wire. <laughs> They're gonna rename her Dame Gumar when she joins Tony full time. <laughs> yeah, gonna... I think the Jezebel will show her true colors. 
and uh, Toyn. Toyn. She's going to Toyn on a... What the hell are we going to call her? We already got a freaking Carmella on the main roster. I got it. I got it for you right here. I got uh, I got it right here. Let me tell you. You're going to see, see her Toyn, and she's going to go away for a bit, and she's going to get on the goddamn juice, okay? She's going to get absolutely on the juice, and she's going to come back as Dame Judy Hench, okay? <laughs> That's what she's going to be. Uh, I don't give a rat's ass about this story. The players involved, uh, uh, generally in 2022, nothing. Just just nothing. I can't goddamn wait for this tonight. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Huh? But uh, keep a little bit tight-lipped about them on Twitter. And <laughs> what culture WWE? Watch oh, it, all three of us. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Tidelips. Hey, Tom, go suck a lemon. Huh? Uh, you can follow Michael Hamlet on Twitter at Michael Hamlet. Follow Sidge on Twitter at M Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, as Hamlet mentioned, the Raw review is available right now and very enjoyable five-star review review on there today. Uh, and we'll be back tomorrow to review this show and look ahead to AW. Uh, but now, <laughs> this has been the NXT Duper preview. My thanks to the Dadly Boys. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.